It's time for the word of God. Good morning, man. God bless you. The word of God will do us good. Amen. As we hear his word this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'll hand over to my beauty for the word this morning. Good morning, man. God bless you. Good morning, sir. Thank you very much. God bless you, sir. Good morning, brothers and sisters. Good morning, daddies and mommies. Good morning, man. I believe we have all had a good night rest and a good shift. Mm-hmm. The Lord will help we continue to keep us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Put us with his right hand of righteousness in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Uh, let's begin to say thank you to Jesus this morning for waking us up to the land of the living. Let's begin Father, to exalt him and say thank you, Father, for the life you have given us this morning. Father, thank you for God. Thank you for counting us among the people that we are in the last time. Thank you for counting us for us worthy in the land of the living. We thank you, Father, because you brought us on this platform again today. Lord, we bless thank your you, name and accept our thanks in Jesus' name. And Amen. Father, even as we are about to hear your word, O God, we don't want to hear the eloquence of man, O God. Lord Almighty, speak your, your words, O God, to us individually and collectively in the name Amen. of Jesus. Let the word that we hear this morning propel us to actions, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let the word Amen. The new house, oh God, are fresh in Jesus' name. Let us not hear any man. Let us hear your voice in the name of Jesus. That is, I submit myself to you, oh God. Take me over and use me to your glory. Like, even as I open my mouth, oh God, Father, feel, oh God, in Jesus' name. And let your name be glorified. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. 
I'm going to read Matthew 2, 1 to 12. Now, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen a star in the east, and are come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when they gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, they demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophets, And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, art not the least among the princes of Judah. For out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people. Then Herod, when he had briefly called the wise men, inquired of them diligently, what time the star appeared? And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search diligently for the child. And when I found him, bring me word again, that I may come and worship him also. When they had heard the king, they departed, and lo, the star, which they saw in the east, went before them till it came and stood over where the child the child was was when they saw the star they rejoiced with exceeding great joy and when they were come into the house they saw the child with mary's mother and fell down and worshipped him when they had opened their treasures they presented him gifts gold and frankincense and men and being one of god in a dream that they should not return to Herod. They departed to their country another way. May the Lord bless the reading of his words in our hearts in Jesus. Matthew 2, 1 to 12 says, the, about the birth of Christ, Fox tells all about the visit of the wise men. And the visit of this wise man was navigated by the stars from where they are to the place where Jesus was born. And also at the same time, the angels of the law revealed to them, don't go back through that side, go back through another way when you are going back to where you came from. Then when we continue, if we continue from Matthew 2, 13 to 18, we will see there that Joseph was in a dream, charged by the angels of God, saying, you don't know what? The situation is very, very dangerous. Take child and flee away to Egypt and Iran for his dear life and for that of the baby and the mother. When you read further in Matthew 19, 23, 19 to 23, Joseph returned to Israel. But for one fear of one thing or the other that is happening around there, he moved from there. He went to Nazareth. And it's that brought about the fulfillment of the scripture that he shall be called a Nazarene. Hallelujah. When we look at Esther 5, 9 to 14, Esther 5, 9 to 14, we can read about the, the story of Mordecai, how Mordecai himself too was being navigated or directed of how he will do things by the things that is happening around this life. And it continues like that. But the question to us this morning, and I believe God is leading us to, 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 to ask ourselves this morning, is who is navigating your life who is navigating life and that brings me to the topic of this message who exactly is navigating your life who exactly is navigating my life we thank god for pastor when he started he said 
he, he told us in the church that we that our pursuit in life and desires should be towards God. And that brings me down to that question again. Who is navigating your life and my whole life? Our desires have really changed what we had from that church. Say, so even in the church, our desires have changed. No more love for God. In other words, our focus has been shifted. And sometimes some things that have crept into the church and they have crept into our lives, controlling all and leading all in another direction. Second Timothy 4, 3 to 5 says, For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, exactly what is happening now. But after their own loss, shall they eat to themselves teachers, having itching high ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth, and shall be turned unto fables. But wash thou in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of thy ministry. How many of us are making the full proof of the ministry that God has called us into? In these last days, the question is, who or what is navigating your life? When we talk of navigation, navigation is a field of study that focuses on the process of monitoring and controlling the movement of a craft or vehicles from one place to the other. Navigation is the science of determining position location, distance traveled, and course to know a to a known destination. And when you talk of satellite navigation, it helps us to find which way you need to go when you are traveling from one place to the other. You will drive the car, but the satellite navigation will tell you, don't worry, I will navigate your way for you. And that's what we call satellite. So the field of navigation includes four general categories, the land navigation, the marine navigation, the aeronautic navigation, and the space navigation. All these things, if there is nothing to navigate their way, definitely there will be chaos and disaster everywhere. And likewise, myself and yourself, if you want to go from one place to the other, which you don't know before, and you don't have the service, satellite or the satellite navigation. It will be very difficult for you to get to that environment at the right time. Because what? You will be going from pillar to post, one place to the other. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. We are looking for Lusham. Just go right, turn left, go right, turn left. You get to Lusham. Oh, Lusham, another one will say, just go back, turn right, turn left, turn right, go straight, and you get to Lucian, you just be missing your way because what someone is directing and you don't even know where they are directing us to. So in order for satellite navigation directs us to our destination. Likewise, there are some things that navigate the lives of men in the world that we have today. And it depends on what you set to do. Even when you have the navigation, when you are going from one place to the other, it will give you direction. So therefore, we can decide our own lives, to set our lives, to go the right way by human power. I said, you know what? I, I own my life. I can take it, I can direct it the way I like, by human power, by allowing the power of the Holy Spirit to, to, to navigate us, to direct us. We can see that when Christ was born, the stars were set in their courses and gave the direction to the wise men. But this is where this child has been born. 
go straight into that place. And the Bible makes us to know that they follow that star to the right place. And where the star stayed, and they know this is where we are going, and they were able to enter him. That is what they did. No wonder in that day when Christ was, was, was born, they were given the right direction. Even when Herod tried all his power and all everything to navigate the life of Christ, he ended up killing all the firstborn or, or the male child under two years of every family. What a wickedness. Just because he wants to get one person. But God of heaven, who is more knowledgeable, who owns the whole universe, who knows all things, has brought about his own satellite navigation. And he has navigated the way that these wise men will go, so that they will not go in the way of Herod again, in order so that he will not be able to get where Christ was. So in the world today, we can decide to navigate our own life, either through, to, or around something. For example, when we want to go through a dark forest wood, we need a touch light to brighten our way. Or someone who knows or is our way through the forest will lead us. Hence, we can say we manage to navigate through that forest. Unfortunately, woman has taken over to navigate the lives of men. They navigate the lives of men even through their dreams. They navigate the lives of men, even on a broad daylight. Human power, through satanic powers, and by their own will and their, their attitude, we navigate our own life. Some people's lives were not being navigated by any other person, but that individual. No wonder the Bible says the heart of man is desperately wicked. They turn it to wherever. They turn anybody to whatever they want the person to do. Someone will be sleeping. They will come in, their, in, in, in his mental, in, in his dreamland and twist his life, navigate his life, and he will wake up and start manifesting what has happened in his dream, human navigation. Luke 6, 45 says, A good man brings good seed out of the good store up, stuffed up in his heart. And an evil man brings evil things out of the evil store up in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. What is in our hearts? Who is navigating or what is navigating my life and your life? What are we studying? What do we allow to control us? What do we allow to monitor us? What do we allow to, add to, to direct us? Amidst the wickedness looming around the world today, or in our, in our, in our time, we can see that through the different means, satanic means, people of different race, ethnic group, positions and achievements, they use diabolical means to control and to manipulate or monitor the lives of men. Unfortunately, this has affected us, even us that call ourselves believers, ourselves that call ourselves the children of God, because we are not spiritually discerned. We have allowed ourselves to be mingled with the things of the world. We have allowed ourselves to be overtaken by those powers that cannot hold waters. No wonder some of us as Christians we say, I don't know what has come over me. I will not want to do such things, just like Apostle Paul said. Those things I want to do, I cannot do. But in his own, it was being directed by the Spirit of God to do the right thing. But are we directed by the Spirit of God today? 
What is happening around us? What is happening in the body of Christ? What is happening in our homes? What is happening between husband and wife? What is happening with our children? And the Spirit of God still leading us. Do we allow Him to be our guide? Some people wake up from their sleep, having had a strange dream, and they begin to manifest navigation of the of, of, of human. They navigate people's life. You see, recently, some not too recent, some years back, maybe four five years back, a sister of a, a colleague, she said her sister woke up from sleep and she had just been beaten or attacked by a dog in her dream. She woke up with a scar of the bat, and the same day she died. Her life was navigated to death. When we were in, uh, in, uh, at the university uh, in Duhai, one of our friends was in Queen, uh, Queen's Hall. She had a dream. A cat beat her in the dream, and it shows the scar in the day. In the day. She had to come to us in India Hall, and because at that time it seems we are just we are just in the school to pray. We are not even studying, but God was taking the glory, and she prayed, and we had to pray, and pray and pray and pray, so that God spared our life. Maybe that would have been ahead at the end of our life. We were trying to navigate our life, we navigate it from the from the way that God wants it to be to their home way. Christians, we have to be careful. Christians, we have to be very alert. Christians, we have to be discerning and know what is happening around us. In the days of Esther, in Esther chapter 5, from verses 9 to 14, because of our time, I will not read the whole thing. The Bible makes us to know that a man went forth joyfully with glad hearts. And when he saw Mordecai at the king's gate, he stood up and he did not stand up for him. He did not move. So he was wrought. He was annoyed. What? Pride. The pride of life. Took him over. And he said, you know what? I'm going to deal with you and all your people. From there, he started to walk against Haman, to walk against Mordecai. And he wanted to get rid of him so that he would get rid of the Jews. But we thank God for what God did for him. We saw a man in that in that in that Bible verse that he was angry seeing Mordecai who refused to give him honor that he deserves. In other words, hunger and envy navigated his life. And he chose to use his anger, he chose to use his power, he chose to use his position to navigate Mordecai's life and the people of the Jews. In other words, for him to monitor and control the lives of the Jews, he requested that the king order the death of the Jews, and this he built a gallows to hang Mordecai. How wicked man is! Who is navigating, or what is navigating your life? Sometimes we allow we allow them. Sometimes we don't have the power. The devil allow them, but we are not very sensitive, and thereby they came to overpower us. Glory be to God here. We see Mordecai who allowed the Holy Spirit of God to navigate his life. He allowed the Spirit of God to control, to direct, to lead him, to determine his life. 
and he did not do anything than to call on the name of the Lord and told his niece, you know what? There is something that is fishing. There is fire on the mountain. We need to take action or else all these people of the Jews will be destroyed. We don't know why God has brought you into the kingdom. Maybe it's for the time like this. And uh, uh, the Bible makes us to know that Esther took to action. She took to fasting with all the people. If it is nowadays, some people will have not passed strategy by which they will revenge. Hence, they will allow the flesh to navigate them. But when the Holy Spirit is navigating our lives, our action will be different. In our places of work, when the Holy Spirit is navigating our lives, our action, the way we do things will be different. And they will know that these are children of God. What is navigating my life? My brothers and sisters, what is it that is navigating our lives? Remember I told you, navigation is that which gives direction. Who is directing us? Who is controlling us? Oh, because nobody is there. Pastor Larry Waji is not around. Pastor Camilla is not there. Pastor Lidiki is not here. I can't do anything I like. Who is navigating your life? The fear of God should navigate our lives. What is that which controls, monitors, directs, or determines your life? Just like when the area boss, they decide to go after someone, either for good or evil, they will ensure they follow the individual on a daily basis, telling that person that they will always follow him round to go or to do bad or to do good. They will always follow him. They won't even know how they are monitoring him. You will just find out that wherever he gets to, you will see these people. You will see them there, wherever he goes to. Every nation of the world have their own navigating powers, and they have their own idols. Every family have their own navigating powers. They say, ah, it's not my fault. That is how it has been in our family line. When we became fun again, what is our situation? The Bible says all things are gone. Behold, all things are new. Are those things new in our lives? Or we still carry the old things. We still allow those old friends hold habits, hold behavior to direct us, to manipulate us. Galatians 5, 19-21 talks about the works of the flesh. And it says, the works of the flesh, one of it includes anger, very odd temper to direct or control our lives. And when we are hungry, <laughs> we tend to destroy things. Brethren, let's look inward. How do we take situation? Do we make everybody miserable because we are hungry? Do we take uh, glory in ex exhibiting hunger? Ah, if you if you know me, do we take glory in that, in exhibiting hunger? That means anger is still navigating one's life. Unforgiveness, another navigating power that navigates people's lives. They say, ah, me, hmm. as long as I am on this earth, as long as I am there, as long as we are still in this church together, hmm, I will never forgive. Or I have forgiven. But the moment you see that person, resentment set up in you. Who is navigating your life? Brethren, the message may not be as, as sweet as you want it to be, but just let's look inward. From today, who is it that is in charge of our lives? Who is controlling us? 
what is navigating us. Some people will say, ah, it's not me, me. I took after my great great aunt, you know, and uh, yeah, that's the way we behave. That's the way it has been in our family. I I, I resemble my aunt, my great great aunt. Is that a glory? Let's watch. Envy. A man was envious of Mordecai. Is envy navigating your life and my life? Who are we envious of? Why do we allow envy to control us? Thereby, we start working against some people, even when they are making progress in our presence. Powers. Because of our positions, Herod tried to use the power of his throne and position as a king to navigate the life of Jesus. But he failed to the glory of God. Who is he that commanded when the Lord has not said? Do we use our power to navigate the life of others? To control them the way they are not supposed to? To navigate them the way we would not even want people to navigate us? Or do we allow those powers to navigate our lives? Ah, I am the one. You know, it's not until you tell someone that come and kneel down and let me put my legs on you that you are navigating their lives. There are many different ways we can do that. When you talk of navigation, like we said, it's controlling, directing, manipulating, monitoring. Our money and our wealth. A man boasted of his wealth. Imagine him using his money, connection, and position to give orders to his guards and soldiers. The action they should take against Mordecai and the Jews because he has the money. First Timothy 6, 17 to 19 says, charge us that are rich in the world, that they be not high-minded, those who are rich. And that is what riches does. And that is what is happening in the world today. The heart of men uh, is failing them because mammon spirit has taken over. And unfortunately, it's in the body of Christ. Brethren, let's watch it. Is our wealth controlling us? Because we have the money, is it what is making you to go like that? Let's check it. The Bible makes us know that we should lay up for ourselves a good foundation against the time to come, that we may be able to hold on eternal life. Friends, who are the friends we keep? Are they luring us into a wrong environment? If they are, then those are the ones navigating our lives. Because we want to go on socializing with our friends, we forgot about the things of God. That means those are the ones navigating our lives. Worldly pleasures navigating our lives. Second Timothy 3. He said this no also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fears, disgust, disguiser of those that are good, traitors, earlier, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. And that is what's happening in our days. They have the form of godliness, but the power is not there. They are denying it completely. Who? or what is navigating your life and my own life. Let's check it. Brethren, this is the time for us to look inward in our lives and see who or what is navigating our lives. 
who or what is determining our achievement, our future, our position? What is that that is monitoring our movement and our location? What is that that is controlling our distance? Some people, they control their distance. This is how far you can go. You cannot go beyond this. They find out that everybody comes to that level and, and cease to move. They come to that level and cease to move. Let's allow the Holy Spirit to navigate our lives. Galatians 5.18 say, but if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. And 22 to 26 says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love. Allow love to navigate our life. When love is navigating us, we'll be full of love and we'll love others. Allow joy to come in, navigate our lives. We'll be joyful and others around us will make them to, 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 to tap into that joy. When peace is navigating our life, we'll be peaceful and peace will come in our environment. And when we come around, people will not be scared of us because we are not going to, not going to cause trouble to them. Rather, we'll bring peace into a chaotic situation. When we allow kindness to navigate our lives, we will show kindness to others. We will be kind and we will treat others with kindness. Goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. These are the things that we should allow to navigate us by the power of the Holy Spirit. Ephesians 5.18, do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. Let no man despise your roots. That is 1 Timothy 4.12. Be thou an example of believers in words, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Till I come, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, and to doctrine. Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy, with the laying on of hands of the presbytery. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. So when we allow all this, the, 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 the Spirit of God to navigate our lives, we'll be full of all that we have in Galatians 5, 19-22. Goodness, joy, endurance, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness. And when we have all this navigating our lives, we will at the same time be filled with the spirit of righteousness and holiness. So let's check our lives. Check your action, my brothers and sisters. Let's check our words. What is controlling our words? What type of words that comes out of our mouth? Are the words that we speak destroying others or are they building them? What are our habits, behavior, our attitudes, and our relationships? What's controlling our Christian life? And what is controlling our dressing, the way we talk, the way we dress? What is that controlling even in our businesses or our finances? Who or what is navigating your life? The Lord will help us and minister grace to us in Jesus' name. Let's sing this song as we pray. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. Spirit of Break 
from before till now. Don't let them begin to lose their signals in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Father, every power in the spirit, anyone that has been navigating my life negatively, in the life of my children, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let them become confused in the name of Jesus. Let them not be able to control us any longer. Let them not know if we are going to In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Father, let love, joy, peace, gentleness, whatever you know, you believe, you want to control your life, to control your family. Let love, joy, peace, gentleness, holiness by the Holy Spirit navigate my life from today in the name of Jesus. Plotting evil against any area, any anyone in my life. 
any area of my life. Let them be buried in their own garden, in their own evil plot, oh God. Every heaven and every Let's pray. And Father Lord, and say, Father, let the blood of Jesus begin to create a demarcation between me and any demonic navigating power. In the name of Jesus, let the blood of in the name of Jesus this morning, I pray. Let the blood of Jesus begin to create a division between me, between my and the children, and any navigating power and spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, any power that is not of you, any direction that is not of you, Lord, let your power begin to separate want to pray this second to the last prayer point say lord by your spirit lift up standard against every charge of legal indebtedness that be held against my family life that is making them to navigate our life even some of us that are so-called christian we are still being navigated by the powers of our father's house let's pray and say father by the blood of jesus step, let, let the spirit of god raise standard against every child of, of my family life Everything that is not of God that has been manipulating or roving around my life. I cancel them, every unbrightening of ordinance. I cancel them, and I nail to the cross whatsoever that is. I cancel every unbrightening of ordinance. So that I nail to the cross all the